Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, I've got a question for you listeners, and don't worry, your mom's not listening. Uh, what are you still hiding from your mother? 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Don't like I said, don't worry, your mom's not listening. Just pretend she's not. Are she's you totally uh, doing something else? She's right now, busy. Don't, she's probably she's, listening. No, us, don't say that. She's not listening. Don't worry. Uh, what are you still hiding from your mom? Okay, the reason I'm asking is because I saw this uh, this weekend, this story that kind of was, has been shared a couple different ways at, at a couple different times that this woman named Sydney, uh, she's 20 years old. She lives in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, her sister, and I thought this was an interesting gift, but as a gift, her sister uh, got her uh, nipple piercings. Oh, I mean, okay. I don't know any other. No other it's twenty eighteen. Weird, stranger things have happened, right? Uh, but her sister in June gave her nipple piercings, uh, and she was trying to hide this from her mom because her mom is apparently very conservative about piercings and tattoos and the like, right? Which. Yep. Uh, stick a pin in that, but fine. So she didn't want to tell her mom. She okay. figured, you know, if she got her nipples pierced. Like that would be kind of easy to hide. Cause you don't walk around showing yeah, your mom, your, your nipples out. very often. So what ended up happening is she had to go in for an x-ray for this rare spinal condition that she has. And her mom came with her to the appointment when the doctor went to read the spinal uh, x-ray uh-oh. on the x-ray. You can see there her lovely spine and two barbell nipple rings. At which point, Sydney um, kind of started laughing. And then her mom realized what it was and she wasn't very happy and uh, now she does think it's kind of funny because it's months later. But at the time, it wasn't very funny to her mom. She said, you know, we'll have to deal with this a little bit later. Sydney shared the story on social media. And then a bunch of other people started sharing stories like this of theirs. Oh, sure. Where they had something that they had hidden from their I'm mom. Trying to think of if I've ever hidden anything from my parents. I mean, other than like leaving the house in the middle of the night. 651-641-1071. What 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 secret are you still hiding from your mom? I will tell you, like, you know, my mom had, she just, I know what her preferences are. She had always told me she didn't, you know, she was, I know she's not a fan of tattoos. I know she was not really a fan of the idea of putting a lot of piercings in your head and or face area. Yeah. Um, I know that she wasn't really a fan of the notion of me dyeing my hair. Yeah. Because I'm a natural redhead. So, but she knows all of those things now. Well, now she, knows she about does. Your, t- your tattoos and your piercing mm-hmm. and your hair. She knows about all those yeah. things. But I, but like, I didn't get my nose pierced until I was in my 30s, and I had wanted my nose pierced for many, many. I mean, probably 20 years. Well, how yeah, did she find out? I told. I finally. I told her. She, um, so it's not like you like came into the room and you had it. No, I told her before she saw me because mostly I just didn't want her to pass out. But I was in my 30s. I was out to dinner with girlfriends. It was around my birthday. Um, we were close to St. Sabrina's, which is a piercing place and tattoo parlor down in, or in Uptown. 
And I said to my girlfriends, I said, I've always wanted to get my nose pierced. And one of my girlfriends, who happens to be a therapist, said to me, well, why, what's standing in your way? And I said, well, I just think I, my mom has always told me she wouldn't, she wouldn't be very excited about that. Yeah. And she said, but you're a 30-something-year-old woman. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I just think she'd feel bad. And she goes, but you're a 30-something-year-old woman. And I was like, wait a minute, let's make an appointment, let's go. And we walked right down the road, and I got my nose pierced, and I waited three weeks to tell my mother. And then what did she say? Okay. So it was no big deal. It was no big deal. Which then it was easier for me to do all the other things, which is why it took me so long to do all the other things. Um, Is there anything else you're currently hiding from your mother that you'd like to share? Because she's probably listening. No. Hi, Diane. Uh, No, honestly, there's nothing. Now I've learned. I'm like, oh, I can tell her anything. I mean, I I can't think of anything that I've hidden from my mother because I knew my mother had probably already done whatever it was that I would hide from my mother. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, there there isn't anything in this day and age that I've hidden from my mom. Like I said, when I was younger, obviously, there were parts of my life that I probably didn't share with her. For well, and a there's while. probably things that like you haven't told her that you just. Th- but there I are d- things but you there's just not don't tell like, your mother. There's not one of those things where you're like, oh, I got to be careful not to don't mention the blank because you know six five one six four one one zero seven one. Tanya's on the line. Hi, Tanya. Is there something you're still hiding from your mom, Tanya? There is. What is it? So the summer before my senior year, I had had a party at the house. Mm. And she never knew about it. But then about um, three or four months later, during the wintertime, I had had another party at the house. And because people were outside running around in the snow, she had obviously found out Mm -hmm. that I had had a party. And got super mad, grounded me for over a month. And then um, said one of her arguments was, what if the police would have came? We would have gotten in trouble for this. But what she doesn't know is that the party that I had over the summer, the police actually did come. And all they oh. said was to make sure that no one drove. <gasps> dun, dun, and dun. they left oh and to turn gosh. down the music. <gasps> and you still have never told her. No, because she still holds things against me from when I was younger. Oh, my god! That's probably a good idea. Hopefully, she's not listening right now. <laughs> Feel free to clip this recording and send it to her, Tanya, if you need our help. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Have a great day. We got this email uh, from a listener who said, okay, uh, my mom still doesn't know that I got a belly button piercing in college. I have long since taken it out, but there's still a hole in my belly button. I also didn't tell my mom right away that my now husband was Greek when we were dating. My mom is from Colombia and wanted me to marry a boy from Colombia. Oh, sure. So I let her believe he was Colombian oh until God. he proposed. Ooh, that's <laughs> awkward. I kind of love that. Uh, in any case, if you, uh, yeah, if um, you have, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Holly, is there anything you're currently keeping from uh, your wonderful mother? No. Actually not. Wow. Okay. No, I, I know it's you we get kind of hoping those... you drop a bomb today, but fine. Yeah, mostly because no. she or your dad are probably listening. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, she sips her tea. All right. Because now's no, the time I... to come clean. Yes. No, actually, honestly, I really don't have anything. I mean, in the past, you know, when you're younger, yes. there, I wouldn't necessarily say that they were lies, but there are definitely omissions and things that I would not necessarily divulge mm-hmm. to my parents. Right. I always just feel like, you know, either this is the thing I've learned. And this is what I learned from this uh, story that I was reading uh, about this gal who had her nipples pierced and didn't tell her mother. Like, you cannot tell your mom about things, but she's probably still going to find out at well, some point. This is the truth that I learned uh, mostly all the way through high school is that anytime I tried to keep something from my parents, mm-hmm. they would inevitably find out. 
yeah. which in the long run was a super awesome thing for me because mm-hmm. I didn't get away with anything. Right. And, you know, I couldn't become a hot mess, but um, until I went away to college and then they couldn't see what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like there are probably very specific kinds of relationships ch- children have with their parents where they have to keep stuff on the down low. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So. Sure. Most people, hopefully, you get to a certain age and you're like, uh, remember that one time? You know, you can share those stories. Yeah, with your and then you have, we had one Christmas that we like called the Come Clean Christmas. Oh. At, well, this was at my husband's family. I, it was great for me because I didn't have any skin in the game because it, it was my husband's, it was at my husband's parent mom's house and it was his mom, his dad, his best friend and his best friend's parents. And they were all letting all of their secrets out. And I didn't have, I mean, nobody yeah. there cared about That'd my secrets. Watch, right? Oh, Get it was so fun. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we're going to, they're telling that one. <laughs> it was great. And we still laugh about it because everybody was old enough. It didn't yeah, matter anymore. Exactly. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, I binge watched a show that is 20 years old this weekend that I had never seen before. And I learned a lot from this 20-year-old show. All right. I binge-watched Sex in the City this weekend. Dun, dun, dun. I'm going to tell you what I learned after this on my now Talk 107. I do. I do. After this. Okay, so I watched a 20-year-old TV show this weekend. I binge-watched it, and I learned some stuff. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, Bradley, I made it through uh, three full seasons of Sex in the City. Oh my God! Wow! So you watched Sex in the City finally? What's funny about that is, of course, there was a time when you and I couldn't even recognize the theme song because neither of us really. I mean, I've seen episodes here and there, but I never watched, sat down, and watched like a whole season of Sex in the City. Well, it was like so, a huge pop culture blind spot for me, right? For sure. So, what led to sitting down and watching three seasons? That's no small thing. So, my girlfriend was like incensed that I had never watched the show. She was like, "I cannot believe." You know, you of all people, I feel like this is a huge blind spot for you. And we need to remedy this. And we happen to have um, plans to go on a little girls weekend, a getaway, which we do once. We try to do once a year, just like go to a hotel uh, in La Crosse, Wisconsin, this adorable hotel called the Charmont. We just like hole up. We are uh, we are we don't have to do anything for anybody but ourselves. Uh-huh. And we just, you know, eat what we want to eat and do it what we want to do. It is. And so we decided we were just going to watch Sex in the City. And we did. And I, first of all, show is, is legitimately 20 years old this year. Yeah. In t- 2018, it is 20 years old. And so I learned a lot from watching this show. One of the things, the first thing I, I realized is that when it first came out 20 years ago, uh-huh. I would have been 21. Yeah. So young. Younger young. than the women on the show, presumably. And they would have seemed very old to me. Yeah. Because the average age of the women on that show, I mean, I remember in one episode, uh, uh, Carrie Bradshaw, the character played by um, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, she turns 35 and she feels like the, her world is over. Yeah, right. And now you're on the other side of 35. Right. So, so at that, that time, feel? I felt like they were too old i would have thought they were so old now they're younger than i am and i still feel like they're so old isn't that weird yeah what do you mean like, like how, how your perspective old? shifts well i look i watch the show and the life that they're living in the way that they're living it seems like sophisticated in a way that i don't feel sophisticated yeah 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the party well, going. And also because they are sort of like living a professional life and not off like, you know, sitting on the couch watching Dancing with the Stars with their kids. Or right? watching three seasons of Sex in the City in, in a, hotel in a room. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the life that they lead on that show is so different from oh, the sure. life Glamorous. that I've ever had. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. I mean, it, it, it like so much of it felt so interesting. So, Even the way that they looked didn't look 35 to me. They looked 20 to me. Watching the show. Yeah. So they looked the age that I really was when the show came out. But at the time when I was actually watching it, they would have looked like what I thought my age now looks like. And I imagine like watching a show from 20 years ago, there's some obvious changes. Time has passed for 20 years. The second thing that I recognized, technology. Oh my gosh. I mean, I would get, I was getting so. Did they have cell, they would have had they cell had phones. They had cell yeah. phones, but they didn't use them in the same way. They weren't smartphones. They weren't smartphones first. Second of all, remember what cell phones were like when we first had cell phones. You know, we didn't, we cared about minutes. And so you wouldn't just pick up your cell phone and call somebody um, because you'd be worried about using minutes. So it wasn't, they weren't like they are now where they're so attached to your body that you use them at all times to get in touch with people. So there would be there are moments in the show where somebody would be trying to get a hold of someone. And if the person wasn't answering their home phone, they'd be like, well, I can't get a hold of the person. That's weird. And I'd be like, well, what do you mean you can't just get your you have a cell phone? What's wrong with them? Yeah, so the technology changes were obvious. Oh, my gosh. And in the early seasons that I'm watching, texting isn't a thing. Yeah. Um, and they still have landlines. I mean, and they still have their like um, the Palm Pilots. I mean, it's so bizarre. What's a Palm Pilot again? Don't you remember Palm Pilots? No, what's that? They were basically like uh, calendars. They they were about the size of a cell phone. Oh my and god, I totally forgot, forgot space about those. About, you spaced the Palm, Palm Pilot. Pilots. Weird. Look it up. Yeah, but it would it would be like a personal organizer that then you could connect oh my to your god, computer and it would hilarious. download everything. Yeah, it was like a precursor to an iPad. It was exactly, but you couldn't be like online if you weren't online. You'd have to connect it to, to download your, to your computer. exactly. Yeah. Okay, then the third, the, the last That's thing. hilarious, Palm Pilots. The last thing, and this was to me, was like the most important thing that I realized about the show. When I was young and this show was on television and people were buzzing about it when it was on HBO, you know, they would talk about the fact that it was about these four women, but it was called Sex in the City. And so like, to me, the two things that were pushed out front where it was like these... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Women like living out this sort of like this like sexual revolution or like, you know, living their sex lives in the city of New York. It was about dating. It was about trying to find a mate. It was about all of this thing. 
And that that to me felt like the thing that I was supposed to be pining after at that time in my life, right? But now as a 41-year-old woman watching this show, the part that is to me the 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 main character of the show is the friendship between these four totally different women. Yeah. I mean, they really are the characters are super well developed and so totally different that you cannot really put them all together in the same space and yet they work all together very well together and they all bring something to the friendship kind of beautiful so you, you obviously you liked the show you thought it was well written. oh i like the show a lot in fact actually like i'm kind of mad that i'm here right now like you know it's weird when you feel like you've spent time with these people that aren't real people yeah and like i i'm not done yet with the series and so like i'm thinking about them like they're people in my life how many seasons like i'm were there? living in the 90s i think there's six and i'm like th- two or three episodes into the fourth season okay. right now so you'll finish uh, eventually I'll yeah. get around to it. Like, I, you know, who knows how long it'll take, but like, but I'll get to it. Like I'll watch a few and I episodes love that a feeling day. of always being connected to like when you're, when you're sort of all into a show and you start to have feelings for it and then everybody else is like doing something else and you're like, but you guys, I'm yeah. having feelings for this thing over here that no one else has. Well, I do kind of feel like I'm on an Island by myself, although my girlfriend was watching it with me. And so she's still kind of, and she's yeah. watched it all already. So she's still kind of. We're still connected with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway. Well, now, yeah. now one of us has a point of reference for Sex and the City. It's very exciting. When we come back, we've got crazy, stupid idiots for you. Dumb people doing dumb things on My Talk 107. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and crazy, stupid idiots. Well then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Yes. Oh, that's not where we're going first, though. We are going to South Carolina. And we are going to meet uh, a group of youngsters. Okay. They're actually not that young. Uh, 31-year-old Stephen uh, Norton. That's not a youngster. That's true. Uh, 26-year-old Cameo Luca. Okay. And mm, I guess we don't know the third person's name because that person is irrelevant Okay. Uh, in the story. But the three of them were engaged in a sexual experience oh, together. Oh, good for them. A menage a trois. And at one point, uh, it seemed as though Cameo, she was the lady. So there were two guys and a gal. Cameo was the gal. Cameo. Cameo is a gal. Cameo was the gal. Okay. Cameo decided that, she, well, she seemed like she maybe wasn't as interested in the whole experience as everybody else was. And um, she was showing her disinterest by maybe falling a little bit asleep okay okay at that, which point uh 31 year old steven said to her you might want to go like leave like leave the, oh, okay. the threesome okay and then it can just maybe be a twosome or oh. maybe a done some oh. i don't know okay well she did not like being asked to leave and so um first she barked and growled and hissed at them um, okay which i don't know i mean like i don't know people do interesting things in the bedroom so perhaps that wasn't out of the usual, but what what she did next was out of the usual. 
um, she tried to bite off one of their. Oh, what? And it was Steven's stuff that she was going for. Um, Apparently, the cops had to tase her when they got to the scene so that they could take her to the hospital. Yeah, she's got some other things going on. And then he had to go to a different hospital so that he could have his stuff Oh, God. Treated. Ew. Yeah. She she could be facing aggravated assault charges. Yeah, that's not shocking. Hopefully I she will be convicted of those. I would just advise people to think, to just really think the idea of a threesome all the way through. Play the tape all I the way through. I don't know that just... That... But just have you can some, like, have a threesome yeah. without getting your junk but bitten I, off. Yes, I agree. But just like have some like have some things in place. Like you know, like what would happen if you were asked to leave? You know, and if the answer is I would growl and hiss and maybe bite things, you might not be a good candidate for that activity. Yeah, maybe an interview process would be <laughs> in okay. order. Yeah, most people are going to have an saying. interview process before they have sex. If only we true. wouldn't have this STDs. Is this is a good point. Uh, okay, so what state was that in South Carolina, right? That's in South Carolina. Uh, let's now go to, I believe it's Michigan. Okay. And I want to tell you a tale uh, of a gentleman mm-hmm. who uh, was actually pulled over. His name is um, Gerald Rashad Grant. He's 40 years old. He's from Detroit. Okay. He was pulled over recently and asked for his driver's license, registration, and proof of insurance. That is not unusual. Mm-hmm. Correct? Correct. You know, when you get pulled over. Standard operating procedure. The guy handed the police officer a Michigan identification card and was unable to provide any of the documents that the police officer asked for. That is, a driver's license, a registration, and a proof of insurance. Right? Right. Also, what is registration? I don't feel like we have to have that here. I kind of don't either. No. Because I don't have one of those. No. Um, I guess that means you own the car? Mm-hmm. Or is that your tabs? Maybe the tabs is your registration. Anyway, regardless, he didn't have anything. Okay? He had none of it. He handed over a Michigan ID card. Well, an ID card, not a driver's license. Mm-mm. So, um, he was like, yeah, what's up with that? And the guy was like, well, my driver's license was suspended. Uh-oh. And that's not good, right? Mm-hmm. But that seems like kind of garden variety, right? Right. You know, he had his driver's license suspended. He was driving on a suspended license. I mean, he wouldn't be the first, and he certainly won't be the last. He should be charged, face whatever, you know, consequences, and move along. He hasn't just had one suspended license in his life. How many? He has had, and I would ask you to guess, but you will never guess. He has had 340 license suspensions and was just arrested for his most recent, that would be 341. How does a person, how does that I even, don't know. how does that happen? I don't know. I feel like that's not his fault at this point. That um, is the authority. I think like, there's just a lot of fault. Yeah. Also, records indicate that his uh, license has been expired continuously since February 11th, 1999. So he should not be driving. That's the last century. Yeah. He's also got currently 41 warrants out for his arrest. And when he was presented with uh, the fact that, or when he was questioned about not having his documentations 
uh, documentation. He said to the officer, I just did six months for the last time you guys got me. So he doesn't seem the least Mm-mm. bit um, remorseful no. about what he's done. And I would just like to say, I don't think you should be able to get 340 license suspensions. No. I feel like no. now we're just never giving you one. No. And you no. No. You don't get to drive. No. So take the bus and uh, move along or get an Uber. I kind of marvel at that kind of, um, I don't even know what the word is for that. Like a person who literally does not even recognize consequences at all. Now, to your earlier point about um, it's not just his fault at this point. According to Deputy Police Chief Archie Hamilton, in his entire police career, he had only come across a handful of drivers who had more than 100 suspensions. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait a minute. That's even crazy. prior to Grant, had never seen anyone with over 300. That means you've seen somebody with 300. It also means that you've seen apparently several people with over 100. 100. How does that happen? That sounds so exhausting. It does, doesn't it? It just sounds like at some point you go, no. Or, you know what you do? Here's your driver's license. Right. Because you're clearly going to drive anyway. Well, yeah. Also, like, I mean, I if I'm being perfectly honest, like, I've been driving for a lot of years now, and I've only been pulled over twice, two, two times. Like, I, I've, and I'm... That, but that a hundred. If you've seen that somebody has gotten not a hundred over a hundred, three hundred and forty, that's a lot of being pulled over. Yeah, I know that what I just said didn't make a lot of sense, but in my head, that was remarkable. Three hundred and forty with three hundred and eighty current suspensions, forty five active warrants for his arrest. What a hassle. Once again, it was not his poor driving that caused him to get pulled over, but an issue with his vehicle. I mean, he apparently, again. yeah. So this has just become a what eighteen, nineteen year journey. Somebody's doing something wrong. Yeah, it's either the state, and of this is a Michigan drain on our system. I mean, I'm not. It's Mister it, Michigan should be mad. Hamilton. Thank you. All right, uh, let's go to Buffalo, New York. Okay. This is where we're going to meet David Dratch. He's 23. Uh, he took a little drive into Canada and he picked up some things while he was in Canada. Okay. So there's some stuff that's legal now in Canada. Oh, the weed. Yeah. And so he thought, I'm just going to get some of that stuff and then I'm going to come back into, I'm going to come back from Canada. And so he drove across the Peace Bridge port of entry. Uh, on October 25th, and he had some of that stuff that he'd gotten in Canada in his car. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was referred to a secondary inspection, and a canine search resulted in an alert uh, to a trained odor in the glove compartment area of his car. And that's where they found six envelopes that contained marijuana, two jars of marijuana resin, four additional packages containing THC-infused gummy worms, and a piece of paper with an address and a phone number written on it. Uh, the number, the address and number linked to the internet address from a dispensary that you can find on a website called Weed Maps. So clearly it told the authorities exactly where he had purchased all of these things. 
But what makes it even more crazy, stupid and stupid and idiotic is the fact that they also confiscated his phone uh-huh. and they looked through his phone and they saw that he was texting his buddies while they were conducting the search. And one of the texts was to his friend that said, LOL, bro, I just had a hundred milligrams edible and I just got stopped by customs. And now they're asking me so much bleep. That seems appropriate. So he's high as a kite. He's got a bunch of stuff, drugs in his car. He's texting his friend about it while they're busting him for the drugs that he's on and are in his car. Yes. I feel like that's going to happen a lot now Mm -hmm. in a lot of states, including Minnesota at border crossing. Because border. Yeah. Uh, now, when we come back, it is time to play the throwback live. We do yes. it every day at 2.45. We'll do just that after this on My Talk 107. Hi. It's 2.45. That Hi. means it's time on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Yes, My queen. Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. <laughs> Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's time for the throwback live at 2.45. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the throwback live at 2.45. I must break you. Win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly Roberts. You're you guys weird. make those mm-hmm. voice I sounds. Eck. Voice sounds? I see. Well, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Here are mm. the rules. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 2.45. Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen. Bradley. Ah, now let's see who's winning this big darn thing in the total victory tally for the Throwback Live. Yeah. As it stands right now, Colleen has... 69. Yeah, she loves that number. And Bradley has 77. Whoa. Oh my gosh, this is awful. That's kind of a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. Who knows? Today could be your day, Colleen. You never know. Could be number 70. Ooh, all right. Well, let's get started let's. with our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Oh. I know, Colleen and Bradley listen it's emotional. carefully. It, it is like emotional. It is emotional. Well, that's not what's going to be the first clip, but pay oh, attention to this. That'd be kind of funny if it was, wrong. right? Yeah, it would be. All right, listen to this and tell me what it is. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Hmm. Oh, no, that's not what I thought it was. Hmm. Oh, I didn't listen long enough. Sorry. Hmm. The Incredible Kimmy Schmidt. Oh! Well, okay. I'll it's unbreakable, it. but then I gave you the point, and now I can't take it back. So. Oh, it is the unbreakable. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Mm. Remember that when there's time to have grace for me That's later. True. That's yes, true. true. Grace mm-hmm. under fire. Remember that show? Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that number two? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> it's of, not. <laughs> it'd be kind of awesome. Oh, all, right. all right. Well, congratulations on that partially partially earned point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. It's the Monster Mash. Colleen, you knew that. I did know that. Why didn't you say something? Well, I was gonna, but you said your name, and then I wasn't gonna start mine when you already said your whole name. So forget it. Now it's too late. 
I can't. I have no regrets. I got to move forward. I want to sing it? Dwelling on, no. He did the mash. I don't want to sing it. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It moved on or caught on in a flash. Wow. Are you done now? Uh, we need to bring back the novelty record. I, I, you know, I don't think so. Well, you're no fun. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well pretzels <sighs> at Halloween. No novelty pretzels. music at Colleen's <laughs> house. I mean, what's Brantle. next? Mm-hmm. Moving on. Bradley has two points. Okay. In the throwback live at 245. Colleen has yet to score. Really but like it, really, one and a half. It's, yeah, it's still anybody's game, though. That's this what, is true. That's what it's counts. True. It is true. true. All right. Okay, so let's play our third vintage pop culture audio clip of the day. Go set to fake right and break left. Watch out for the pick and keep an eye on the fence. Gotta run the Colleen. Colleen. That is uh, keep your head in the game from High School Musical. Get your head oh. in the game. Oh. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's, that's Zac Efron singing. Is that Zac Efron? Yeah. Oh. I see. I've never seen High School Musical. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's big at our house. Big. All right. Good mm-hmm. job, Colleen. Thank you. Ah, uh, So that means Colleen is still in the green. Thank you. For the, for the throwback live at yes. 245. Now let's move on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio okay. clip. Colleen and Bradley want you to listen carefully and identify this. You're on the road. Colleen. Colleen. That is the open to Gilmore Girls. Oh my God. Another show. And so cold. Who sings that? All you have to do. You know. You know that voice. You just saw the show. Come on, you just Carol saw the- King. Yes. yes, that voice is Carol yes. King. That's with her somebody song. else. With somebody else. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's but not that's her. Carol King's song. Oh. Yes, she wrote the song. Wow. All right. Yes. Ooh, you know what that means? What's tied? It's tied. It's tied two to two. Throwback live. That means whoever guesses this fifth vintage mm-hmm. pop culture clip correctly wins today's throwback live at two forty-five. No pressure. Mm-hmm. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and correctly identify. This fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. She was Colleen. Bradley Trainer. Colleen. Uh, that is the nanny. Uh, there it was. It happened. So close. It finally happened. It's a big day on the Colleen and Bradley show. I You're finally moved. You're not 69 moved. anymore. Now we can't oh. make awkward jokes. Oh, about I'm so 69. happy. What did I win today? Congratulations, Colleen Lindstrom. You just won this already opened uh, canister Ooh, of wet naps. Wow. Oh, I would be so happy for I'm, I Are they still wet, though? That I didn't win that. Mildly damp. Yeah, oh, well, probably you know. not. Hey, it's look, okay. you're closer, man. You can still re-wet them when you need them. That's a pro tip from me, Colleen. I've had to do it before. Congrats. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy. What's the fi- What's the current tally then? <laughs> the total victory tally right now is Colleen 70. Oh, it feels so good. Bradley 77. We've been playing this game for <gasps> a long time. It's I have true. been waiting for that number to change. I can't even tell you. This is a good moment. And look who's it's here. progress. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hi, Donnie. Colleen, Colleen. 
Golly. Oh, Golly. man. She I made really, a break for I it. I just, that needed to happen. It's, it's good. I at was some getting, point. You know, as I said Friday, I was a little yeah, concerned. When, when you're, uh, uh, when there's like a long streak, you gotta, you know. You gotta break it at some yeah. point. Yeah. And good I'm just, you. that was a good moment. Well Thank done. you. You gotta Thank wipe you. the sleek clean. Exactly. Yes. With exactly. a, with a slightly moist wet ew, wipe. Ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Donnie, I had, ah. I had, I had, I had a moment this weekend. Did hey, you? I, and actually I need some information from oh, you. I'll try. Do you recall which episode or and or season oh, yeah. Yeah, of yeah. Sex in the City Lori and Julia's nipples are in? I believe that's episode uh episode uh six or se- episode season episode no season four episode six. Oh uh, good, I'm almost there. Yeah. Episode, okay. Yeah, season four episode six. Okay, so, so you're not that far. Donnie. Yeah. I have never watched Sex in the City well, until, that makes two this, of us. <laughs> until this Three weekend. Of us never until this it. weekend, I started binge yeah. watching it. Okay. I also want you to know something that I learned while watching Sex in the City. What? There is virtually, the, there's but one major difference between the character of Samantha Jones, played by Kim Cattrall, yeah. and Lori Bargini. What's the one difference? Lori is married. Oh. They are. To a T. Yeah. Like the same person. They are very similar mm-hmm. in terms of their confidence. Oh, yes. Their, their yeah. sort of openness, you the know. way they talk. Okay, you said it. The, the <laughs> self-confidence is how I would have put it. it. It is fascinating. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so season four, episode six. I think it's what it well, is. Well, I'll uh, double check with the girls. talk is cheap. Okay. Is the name of Thank the you very much. I'll be watching that soon. I will report back. And Lori and Julia are coming oh, up God. next. The very well-known and famous Lori and Bye. Julia. Bye. We'll be back tomorrow. At NetApp, we're, dare we say, in love with the cloud. And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Your plans? Today it's dinner with the parents at your spot. We gotta come back here. Now, their spot. Or you're on the edge of your seat at the game. Come on, just one time! And it's the one. Or maybe you're catching the next flight to... Now boarding flight 1850. Oh, that's you. The choice is yours. And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.